When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. How are you? Uh, this is Bill Williamson. This is So Bad Pride. This is my weekly podcast. How are you doing? It's Tuesday, but you're going to probably, if you listen to it on the site, you're going to hear it on Wednesday. If you listen to it anywhere you get your podcast, you can listen on Tuesday. So, I always say that because if there's anything going on that I may have missed and you heard it on Wednesday, well, that's it was it was taped on Tuesday. And you know what? For May, a lot of stuff going on this last week, a lot of stuff to review. And I, I tell you, I really enjoy doing off-season podcasts because it's, we can dig into the tidbits that you may not have time for. I always say my goal is to make you the smartest Raider fan in the nation. Um... This is your passion, but you don't have all the time in the world for it, so things slip. This is my job, and I don't get everything, but I, I pretty much most of the stuff that's going on, I, I you know, it, it crosses my radar. So well, let's talk. There's some additions. There's a schedule out. That Dave Ziegler, he likes to trade now. Uh, since being. In Las Vegas, Ziegler, in his first job as a leader of an organization, of course, he was a lieutenant for Bill Belichick in New England. He's made eight trades. That's a lot. Now, four of them were draft trades, but they're still trades. Uh, four of them were Brost player trades, you know, getting Devontae Adams, uh, getting Jarrett Stidman. I'll talk about that in a moment. That's my point. Trading on it and then for Rock. And then, last week, trading Brian Edwards on a Friday, a little Friday news dub. Let's go to uh, Stamen first. Um, I, I think he's got the, the inside track as a as backup to Derek Carr this year. He's played for Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, of course, for the last three years in New England. Smart guy from Auburn. Um, they took him in the fourth round. He's only thrown a few passes. He's he, he's a backup type. Type uh, the the Patriots this year drafted uh, Zappy from uh, Western Kentucky. It's a, a ton of stats. I kind of like him, so he's got a chance to be the backup there, and that's why Stimmen was available. And then the Raiders cut uh, Garrett Gilbert. Last shortly after picking up Stidman, they the Raiders decided, and, and Gilbert's a guy who was on the practice squad with in New England, but they just probably decided, ah, we can do better than him. They got Nick Mullins; he's a backup. So if I had to guess, they will compete, but I I would guess Stidman will be Carr's backup, and Mullins will be the number three. Mullins was number three last year in Cleveland. Played against the Raiders, of course, because the top two guys had COVID. Um, 
are they better at backup quarterback than they were with Marcus Mariota, who's now with the Falcons, of course, and Nathan Peterman, who last week signed with the Bears. I don't know. I mean, they, they might have been a little deeper last year because Mariota was probably the best of those four backups that we just talked about. Um, so they're probably better off last year. But the point is, Derek Carr can get hurt anyways. And the point is that Stidman knows the he knows the playbook. He could probably help Derek Carr along in the next few weeks. Derek Carr will get it soon. That's not going to be an issue. But he, he just help him along. They're comfortable with him, so why not? Let's see it roll. But again, you need Derek Carr healthy. That's just the bottom line. And the Brian Edwards trade, I think some people were surprised. Some fans were bummed. You know, play, people get attached to players. And people start to overrate players. And I think Brian Edwards was a little overrated because his size and his speed, and he was a third-round pick. And, you know, a lot was expected. A lot of people raved about him. And John Gruden, of course, last year compared him to Randy Moss and T.O., um, okay. And the bottom line is, though, the guy only had 34 catches last year, 11 in his first year, and he was supposed to be a, a starter. He was clutch, though. He, that, that he was. Um, the Raiders wouldn't have gone 4-0 in, in overtime last year, and thus wouldn't have made the playoffs because they needed every one of those wins hadn't been for Brian Edwards. So maybe the light will come on for him in Atlanta. He'll get an opportunity. The Raiders get a fifth-round pick next year, and the Falcons get a conditional seventh along with him. Don't be bummed about that. You weren't going to get a lot anyways. Um, so, you know, I don't think it's that big a deal. Um, and, and another thing is they, they traded for Keelan Cole. Excuse me, they, they, they signed him. Um, Keelan Cole, last week, he started 11 games for the Jets. So you got Hunter Renfro, and then you got Devontae Adams, of course, and you got Keelan Cole, you got Demarcus Robinson, and you got uh, Matt Collins, and then you got Darren Waller, who's going to get a lot of, a lot of uh, you know, targets. Got Foster Moreau, and they like using the double tight end. You got a ton of running backs. So, I, I don't know if those wide receivers, other than Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro, are going to get a lot of action anyways. They didn't feel, the new the new regime didn't feel like Edwards was a great fit. So, so, so they moved on. And, you know... That's that's what happens. Nagakwe, they, they they didn't think he was a great. They thought Chandler Jones was a better fit for him, so they traded Nagakwe. Alec Ingold, they 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 thought that Jacob Johnson would be a better fit for them than him. So they let Ingold become a free agent and go to Miami, and they signed Johnson. That's gonna happen. It's it's happened with Josh Jacobs in a lot of ways, right? You know, they're going to move on from him. That's what happens when regime changes. So, I know it's sad because you, you expected these guys to do something. But, if they don't see a fit, move on. So, the, this this regime, and I knew it would be, is very 
set in its ways and has a plan and they're not going to be afraid to do things and they've been extremely busy and they they keep working, you know? And, you know, we talked about, the last few weeks we talked about James Bradbury. Well, you know, as of this taping, he's not, he don't have a deal. Now, maybe when you hear this, he will, but it makes you wonder if, you know, because the Raiders are going to be able to sign guys in a couple weeks because they're going to have more money. So maybe that's coming in, in a couple weeks because he's been out there for a week and it's been a quiet market. So you just wonder. You just wonder what's going on there. The Mark Davis off-field stuff, we talked about that last week. Don't have to rehash it much here. Um, there was a report in New York Times this last weekend, since we last talked on this podcast, that talked about, you know, workplace issues. We know about all the people that have left. Um, you know, somebody said that there was like the Stone Ages and some, you know... Just odd ways of doing things. We'll see what's going on. I know you guys don't really like hearing about it because it doesn't really affect the team on the feet, uh, on the field. We'll see if it becomes a serious thing. But, you know, it's just something to watch right now. We haven't even talked about the schedule. I mean, it's May. And we were eight minutes into a podcast. Almost nine minutes into a podcast. And they didn't even talk about it. Because there's so much going on with this team. I don't think the schedule is that bad. I, I, I think if you look at the, I think the first five games are an opportunity and, and it really need to be like four, three and one going into that Kansas City Monday nighter in Kansas City. But what you really should look at is that it was like after the bye, they got three games with the favorites right after, one after another, and then they got some other winnable games. So I think they can really do some damage. I think this team could be a 9-3 going into this when it really gets tough. And it does get tough. But, you know, there's a night, there's a Pittsburgh game on Christmas Eve. Thanks a lot, NFL. Um, but Pittsburgh may suck. You know, maybe the 49ers aren't that good. They play them on New Year's Day. Um, the Raiders have, you know, they, 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 they open strong they, at... At L.A. Chargers, you know that's pretty much a home game. And then they play the Cardinals in a very winnable game in Week 2 at home. And then their last two games are at home against the 49ers on New Year's Day, which is just going to be wild. I mean, there's going to be fans of both sides. And I'm not saying there's going to be more 49er fans there, but there's going to be 49er fans. And, and look it, there's fans of every team in Vegas games. That's just the way it goes. We noticed that this last year. And then they play the Chiefs in Week 18. So it's not a bad schedule. It's really not. They got four primetime games. They got the Rams in L.A. Look at they got two games in L.A. And this is a team that has a strong, you know, a stranglehold on L.A. So I, I know people like saying, "Oh, this schedule sucks. The league is screwing us." It's not that bad. It's it's just not that bad. What else is going on? They cut Turner, Trey Turner. He was a guy that a lot of people got excited about because the Vikings only offered him two, two, uh, $2,500 to sign, which is really meager for an undrafted free agent. And the Raiders signed, offered him forty, so he went and jumped, and now they cut him already. They cut him yesterday. So obviously at the minicamp last week, the rookie minicamp, the Raiders decided that they didn't like him. They cut another guy. 
they decide this guy's not going to be able to move forward. And that happens around the league. Team, teams cut rookies after the minicamp. But, you know, it does kind of... They did give him some money. So now he can go buy himself a car, I guess, and, and try to get things figured out. Um, what else? It's just... God. A lot of draft picks are signed. Um, they only got two left, so that... I loved the way the NFL works now with the collective bargaining, you know, in the old days. And, I'm, yeah, I'm an old reporter that, you know, it'll go into the training camp would be in a couple of days, and usually the first rounder wasn't picked. And sometimes your third or fourth rounder wasn't done. Now they're done, and I love it. So that's not going to be an issue, you know. Uh, the Raiders are going to be working out with the Patriots either bef before their uh, preseason game Raiders are going to get a lot of preseason action. They got the extra game, of course, uh, in Canton, Ohio, Josh McDaniels' hometown, the Hall of Fame game against Jacksonville. And then they play three. I think they play Minnesota, Miami, and New England. And that's odd because usually you play teams that are closer to you ge ge geographically um, because it's preseason and you don't want extra travel. Um, but So they got four preseason games. They're going to do the extra work with the Patriots. So this team should be ready to go. Uh, by week one against the Chargers in a, you know, a rematch of a great week 18 game. The, the key, though, is staying healthy, being healthy for the regular season. Our friends at DraftKings, at SB Nation, they have the Raiders favored in nine out of uh, 17 games already in the early lines. Um, six underdog and two pick em. So... Not bad. My early Raider prediction, honestly, and you know me, I'm not scared to piss anybody off. I don't go out of my way to try to piss anybody. I tell people the truth, and sometimes, my truth, at least I believe the truth, and sometimes if it doesn't work with people's agenda, they get pissed off. But whatever. I think you're going to be 11 and 6. That's my pick right now. 11 and 6. That's playoff, baby. Go get it. Um, and I think that's our show. That's our show. A lot of signings, a lot of schedule talk. Bing, bang, boom, good stuff. I appreciate you. Have fun. Be safe. Be happy. We'll talk to you next week. This is Bill Williamson. This is Silver and Black Ride.